So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you're having an amazing day. And uh, we are, man, we're going to get into a, a little bit of a series here, a two-part about your holy identity. And here's what I want to say just before I, I jump in. You need to listen to both of these episodes. Please, 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 please. If you're going to listen to today's just commit yourself to do, to listen to tomorrow's episode as well. It doesn't have to be tomorrow, but by the end of the week, please make sure you listen to both because if you only listen to one or the other, you're going to get like a fraction. You're not going to get half of the impact. You're going to get a fraction because there's a bit of a synergy that we're going to create between today's episode and tomorrow's, okay? So uh, we will dive in in one moment, but I did want to really quickly just say, if you don't have my book, The Last Relapse, I really, really highly recommend it. It's my blueprint for recovery, how to make a full recovery from A to Z, everything you need to know. It's our system laid out that people pay thousands of dollars to participate in. Well, you can have it for free. How about that? TheLastRelapseBook.com is where you can get it, free PDF version, my gift to you as my beloved listeners. Man, I love you guys so much. You have no idea. Like This is one of the highlights of my week, and uh, I'm, I'm continually just thinking of how to, how to bring you guys value and how to make sure that I communicate my love. And I know we promote the book all the time, but I do this week in and week out because I really do believe it's the best resource I could possibly give you for free. I spent so much money trying to just get it dialed in as, as polished as it possibly could be and it's free at the last book.com okay go enjoy it today we're talking about your holy identity uncovering your holy identity and so what i'm going to talk about in uh, part one here is holiness through a biblical lens and kind of just laying the groundwork and why i believe the subject is so important far beyond the scope of just quit porn and become holy but really just what i see god doing on a much more macro global scale in the body of Christ. And then tomorrow, we're really going to talk about the identity piece and why it's important to understand that you do not obtain holiness. You are holy. And day by day, you work to walk more in your holy nature. So uh, we'll get into it. But uh, let's let's start by just talking about more what, what is holiness. If you break down the Greek word for holiness, the, it, it essentially boils down to set apart. There is a distinction. If you can imagine, um, imagine having two containers. One has blue paint and one has yellow paint. And if you if you were to just pour those things into a basin, okay, you pour both cans into a basin. The, the distinction between blue paint and yellow paint would still be pretty strong as long as you did the yellow on, let's say, the left side and the blue on the right side, right? And you pour them in at the same time, roughly equal flow. So yeah, they clash in the middle, sure, but more or less you have yellow and you have blue. 
there is a distinction. You can tell the blue apart from the yellow and vice versa. But what happens if you take a stir stick and you begin to, even just in the middle where they meet, if you start to kind of swizzle it back and forth, left to right, going up and down and all around, well, that paint's going to start to turn green, right? Because the, the lines are blurred. And now, yes, there's still some elements of blue. There's still some elements of yellow, but now we have some elements of green. And what's happening in our society is the what is the world and what is considered to be Christian is starting to meld together. The line is starting to become really blurry, and, and we're having a hard time identifying what is what. This is not holiness. Holiness has clear, distinctive lines that say this is this is holy and this is not holy. Now, I don't want to come across as like it's all black and white. I think most of it probably is. And I think there's some areas that are certainly challenging and we have to work through those challenges. But I'm I'm concerned that in the body of Christ, we are, you know, normalizing something like porn addiction or porn viewing because, you know, everyone's got their thorn in the flesh and some people just can't figure it out and whatever, whatever. And all these kinds of little compromises, oh, there's grace for that. Oh, God loves you anyway. You know, we just blur the lines a little bit more and our concept of holiness becomes diluted in the process. To be holy means to be set apart. Holiness is the fundamental nature of God. It is who he is in his purest form. God is always in his purest form anyway, but what I mean is fundamentally, God is holy. And and there are other attributes and qualities that he possesses, but they are not the same as his holiness. His holiness is actually his nature. And it means that everything he says, everything he thinks, and everything he does is through a lens of holiness. I have my preacher voice on right now, you can tell. Now, let me just actually pause really quick. The, this this um, Today's part and tomorrow's part are inspired by a talk I did at my local church. And I'll talk a little bit more about the context of that talk tomorrow. It was really, really cool. Um, but that's why if I feel, if I sound a little bit preachy or you're hearing my speaking voice come out, uh, that's what's happening here. So, this is holiness. It's the essence of Christ. Now, there's uh, an instruction in Scripture, which is to be holy as I am holy. Jesus, uh, I don't think, I actually don't know that Jesus utters these words. God says them to the Israelites in the Old Testament. I believe it's in Deuteronomy. And then Paul reiterates the words in, um, I actually forget where now. I'll, lo- I'll look it up while I talk to you guys here, and I'll, I'll give you a reference because I know some of you guys like looking it up. The interesting thing for me is that, pardon me, I got both of those wrong. It's actually Leviticus. It's Leviticus 19.20. And then it's First Peter 1 verse 16. So it was not Paul, it was Peter. Sorry about that. Um, and I think there's actually maybe a couple other spots as well. Anyway, uh, we'll, we'll leave that. We'll leave that for, uh, for now. But um, the, the interesting thing is that the instruction was not to behave holy as I behave holy, even though God does behave holy, right? Like everything he does is holy. The instruction was, be holy as I am holy. And what we're going to talk about tomorrow is how you and I are not to act holy, we are to be holy, and there's a difference. But the reason we can do this is because we are made in the image of a holy God. Firstly. Secondly, of course, the finished work of Christ on the cross affords us the opportunity to walk in holiness and to actually access our holy nature. Now, the thing I want you to get from this is that holiness stands on two primary legs. The first is righteousness. It is that we are to be in right standing in our behavior, in our conduct. 
So this is where you get the more defined lines, right? Like the do not have sex before marriage, don't watch pornography, etc. And so righteousness is incredibly important and we we must ensure we do not lose sight of it. Now, uh, I, ima- I told you to imagine these as like legs, right? Like imagine that holiness is one leg. Sorry, holiness has two legs. One is righteousness. The other is relationship. And the goal is that we have both legs coexisting in equal measure. So what I mean is we don't want to just be righteous without relationship because when we do that, it becomes religion, right? Righteousness without relationship is religion. Now, um, we've identified that, hey, you know what? Maybe we were a little bit too strong on like the do's and the do nots. I feel like the church has done this the last 20 years. So we swung the pendulum, pendulum and we're like, okay, no, no, no. We're not going to worry about the, the, like, let's not overemphasize the righteous stuff. There's this relationship thing. This is amazing. We have fluid relationship with Jesus and this is the best. And, and now what happened is we've overemphasized this. And so we've said, well, um, you know, it's all about relationship. It's all about love. God loves you anyway. And oh, you fell short. Hey, don't worry. Don't worry. You know, there's grace for that. He forgives you you know, keep going. But what Jesus would say in these moments is he would actually say, go on and sin no more. In other words, yes, you are forgiven and yes, you are loved. Therefore, do not sin. So we have to have righteousness and relationship in equal measure so that we don't sway too much towards religion where we overemphasize righteousness or towards hyper grace where we overemphasize relationship. We want both of them in equal measure. And when we when we do have these in equal measure, we are able to progress and move forward as the body of Christ. Now, here's where I want to land this plane. And then, like I said, please listen to part two tomorrow. You listening, okay, you men, man of man of valor, man of God that is listening, whether you are eight years old, okay, and you're just starting on this journey, sure, you're not a man technically, but you will be one day. Maybe you're 20 years old, you're college age, you're finding yourself as a man in this crazy world we live in. Maybe you're in your 30s and you are a man's man. You know, maybe you're married, maybe you're, you have some kids, uh, maybe you're single, but you're still, you're established. You know, maybe you're in your 40s, 50s, 60s, and now you're raising kids. Now you're really stepping into it. All right, listen to me carefully. If you are a man, you are a leader. And there is a coming move of God, one that is marked by holiness. You know, we've had moves of God around miracles, signs and wonders. We've had moves of God around his love and, and his role in our lives as a loving father. But one is coming that is of holiness. And I don't know about you, but I want to be at the forefront of it. I don't want to be the guy in the back running to the front trying to make things right with Jesus because I was so far away. I want to be the guy at the front that says, I've been walking in holiness Follow me. Like like the bold, bold statements of Paul who said, imitate me as as I imitate Christ. Like like bold, like I'm talking about like bold radical holiness where we are at the at the forefront of what God is doing. That's that's the goal for me. And that's my goal for you. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing here with Unleash the Man Within and Deep Clean and the Instagram page and the book, The Last Relapse, and everything we have. All of it is so that we can create an end-time army who is rising up in holiness, leading the charge for generation after generation into deeper and deeper places of radical holiness. And if you're willing to step into that, if you're willing to embrace the call that God has called, sorry, the the call that God has put on your life to be a man of holiness, to be a leader in your respective families and your spheres of influence, then man, oh man, 
Let's walk in holiness. Let's take it. Let's let's make sure that we are abiding by the righteous standards of God while, while undergirding it with a fluid dynamic relationship that, that drives our righteous behavior. Because if we can walk in holiness, if you and I can figure this stuff out, man, I'm telling you, the world would be a different place. The world would be a much, much better place. So I can do it. You can do it. We can do this thing together. And tomorrow we're going to talk about how you do this and why I'm so confident that every single one of you listening can in fact pull this off. I hope that you'll listen to it. Um, In the meantime, make sure you get your copy of The Last Relapse at thelastrelapsebook.com. And in the meantime, guys, have a fantastic day. Much love to you all. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.